probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio, proudly sponsored by the BPA. All right, everyone. Hello, this is Mr. Shivers, and we are back for the first time since the end of half-term break uh, with the Meet the Residents show, and I have the wonderful, wonderful Mr. Barber with us. Mr. Barber, what's your, what's your official title? What do you what do you go by? Obviously, you're a resident, you're outdoor outdoor education resident. Well, Mr. Shivers, it's quite a long title, but um, I'll hopefully do it some justice. So I'm the resident graduate for outdoor education mm. and also history teacher and PSRE teacher. Yeah. <laughs> And also history, PSRE, 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 PSRE. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's an important part. Also history and PSRE, brilliant. Well, you teach what I teach as well. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a fellow historian. It's, yeah. it's nice to share the room with a, with a fellow, yeah. you know, like-minded yeah. individual. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, 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 the yeah, the, the, the two, two, who better to ask in the room than, than to have two historians sitting here on Bry Radio? It's uh, perfect. I mean, some people say that outdoor ed and history don't go together, and I just say to those people, you're wrong. <laughs> um, just full stop. I think, I think they're the perfect there's, combination. There's no PEE in that, is there? There's, no, there. There's just the point, no evidence or explanation, is there? No, and hopefully uh, my D's will understand that. Perfectly. Yeah, wonderful. Well, it is, it's wonderful to have you on. Been, been very, very much so looking forward to this. Can you just introduce yourself for us? Um, yeah, I'm curious, uh, no name, uh, again, you, you mentioned your title, but how long you've been working at the school for, um, and then let's, let's hear your favorite thing about being a, a resident. Yeah, of course. So, um, so I've now been working at the school for nearly eight weeks, uh, I started in this academic right. year, and, uh, for those who, who haven't met me or seen me around, I'm actually, uh, the resident in Cranbourne, so I'm with the 32... Noisy and very excitable D boys. Yes, wonderful. Who are, who are great fun, but um. And your nice luxurious uh, apartment in in Cranbourne. I mean, some would call it salubrious. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> but it's um, it's perfect. It's actually it's perfect for the job. And um, as I said to to Mr. Vincent a few weeks ago, there's nothing better than than coming back after a, a long day and just having a chat with the boys yeah. um, they are really uh, they're really good fun and they're really you know it's nice having them around yeah well it's nice I, I, I that's one thing I, I do have all the D's in, in an academic setting but I don't have them in that kind of residential setting and I'm sure I mean I'm in a uh, not, I'm not in a junior boys house I'm over in Portman so it's a it's a different experience and um, I don't have most of those kids in, in any classes so I'm sure it's nice to see the other side of the students in that regard because you know you get to teach them but you also get to get to be there and hang out with them when when you have the, the time off. It's it's nice. It's like it's like de unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you just hear the sort of you know, it's everything that's on their mind show. just yeah. just they let out and it's great because yeah. you can you can hear some, yeah. hear what they have to say and it's a lot of the time it's actually pretty good stuff. So, yeah. so um it's nice and then sometimes if it's you know, slightly off the beaten track you can Hopefully point guide them. Appointment is the correct path. Yeah, exactly. Sort yeah. of yeah. just adjust it slightly. And yeah, wonderful. In the right direction. Yeah, well, it's it's. I I think that it's definitely a different experience doing that. Um, pulling off kind of what we've, what we were both similar, the similar experiences that we do have here. Not only just being residents, but also being history teachers, right? So you're teaching history this year. Can you can you talk a bit about that? Did you study history at university? Yes, I did. Right. So um, so I left school, went straight to Cardiff. Uh, to do well I actually went to do his, uh, politics and German okay wow okay 
And at Cardiff, yeah. At Cardiff, yeah. And um, I quickly discovered that learning German in three years from scratch, having never l- spoke a word of it before, <laughs> was going to be a bit of an uphill uphill struggle. And also, I, I didn't really enjoy the politics aspect of it. It was quite. Yeah. Um, was it was it a combined between politics? Yeah, and it, it was a it was a joint honours, so it was it was oh, a fifty fifty split. But the politics, and I lo- I love politics even today, but. The course itself was very um, sort of. Uh, it was very heavy on the sort of old theories of sort of the last two hundred, three hundred years, and that, that didn't really interest me. So I changed course. Yeah. Um, took a break, became a, a chef over the summer holidays Did of you? that year. Yeah. Yeah. All a pretty right. a pretty bad chef. <laughs> but, um, could make a cooked in full English breakfast in seven minutes could on you? the dot. Well, that sounds like a great a great chef to me. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to eat it. But. I, <laughs> I prefer efficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality. <laughs> it was service without a smile. Yeah. And, and, um, so. so a bad stomach ache after <laughs> Yeah. 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 Not many rep- re- repeat customers. <laughs> but, um, so I did that and then went back to uni the that September um, yeah. started doing history and, and absolutely loved it and and Wonderful. made the most of being in Cardiff which if you've never been is an absolutely awesome city is it yeah, yeah. I, have to, I haven't been to Wales yet and I, I need to go I've been to Scotland I've been to the other um Ousted, ousted. Yeah, yeah. The other, uh, funny, the other kingdoms. Funny, yeah, 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 yeah. The other kingdoms. Yeah. Just Northern Ireland and Wales. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it, yeah, it's it's and it's it's pretty cool that you you I mean decided at that point to switch tracks. Um, what so you you were initially doing German politics and the kind of crosshairs between those two. Um, was the the was the history degree you also studied was that also in regards to German or did you just completely abandon you're like ich spreche nicht Deutsch so yeah yeah like, yeah I'm just gonna completely abandon that yeah to to paraphrase yeah. it was nicht so good so I think it came to an absolute head and I realised I was making the right decision when after I'd left uni I went a holiday to um to Croatia with some friends and. We stayed in this lovely villa uh, on top of a hillside overlooking it. looked out to sea. We stayed there for a week. And obviously with all holidays, you have to leave by a certain time and yeah. you know, so on and so forth. So we were packing our stuff, having to leave by, let's say, one o'clock in the afternoon. And at about 10 a.m., this uh, car pulls up outside the house. And it, bear in mind, it's in the middle of nowhere. And this very um, excited Austrian family stepped out. Oh, no. And they didn't speak a word of English. Oh, and that's when the journey, German and just clicked in. That's when I saw <laughs> it was my moment to step up and realise that all this year hadn't been wasted. So I, I went up to them. I was like, don't worry, guys. I've got this. I, I speak German. So I walked up to this Austrian family and said, Ah, oh, hello, wie geht's, ja? <laughs> and, uh, sprechen Sie Deutsch, ja? And they, and they went, ja, 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 ja. And I went, Right. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> and so, so I spent the next hour sort of trying to negotiate a, a time delay. We're sort of playing, broken playing for time by looking through the cupboards and offering them sort of bottles of tomato ketchup and yeah, things like that. The, the leftover drinks you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scraps. You so. did, what, do you, what do you mean, Dave? Fun? It's half open beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So it turns out that that the German might not have come in handy, but surely no. the, the the history degree then must have puts you in the right direction. I mean, you ended up here, so d- kind of discuss that track. So you graduated Christ, uni yeah. just recently, right? Just Yeah, yeah, here. in uh, July. And then you ended up here at Bryanson. And I, I know you were once 
a Bernsteinian, is that right? Oh, Bernsteinian, yeah. So um, the right terminology for it. So yeah, yeah. So, so an old an old Bernsteinian is is anyone who's who's left school and right. so I left in 2018 and uh, went straight to uni, wanted to get as as far away from home as possible, really. So, so um, you went an hour away just to the, the west. Right? Well, it's, oh, when you went to when you went to uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went to uni, so yeah, fair enough. It was about a three-hour drive. Well, like, oh, let's, let's head back closer to home then. Um, yeah. I mean, it was quite, after three years away, it was nice to get back. So, yeah. um, it it was good. So, so I left left uni, graduated, and then sort of. Um, was twiddling my thumbs for a little bit, not sure what I was going to do, and then I saw this job pop up, which was the outdoor education resident position. Right. So, it's sort of, although having done history at university, some people might go, well, "What the hell qualifies him to do that?" Yeah. But I had done a lot of other stuff, which sort of qualified me to do the job right. here. So, um, so I put an application in, went for the interview, and then, what did you know? Voila! Two months later, I'm <laughs> starting here. Two months later, and eight weeks, and you're sitting here yeah. in Bryanson. Still not got a clue. (laughs) (laughs) Still working through it. Still trying to figure out what qualifies you to be a a education teacher. It's it's amazing. And actually, the first two weeks, um, I think all the new residents and new staff will agree me here, the first two or three weeks are are nuts. And you're just trying to get your head around how the school works and what the hell is actually going on. But then you settle in and everything calms down and suddenly... You, you realize that actually this is a really really cool place to work right and the kids are great and the staff are great and um we have all this amazing stuff on our doorstep which is just there to use and it's, yeah. it's pretty pretty incredible no we're, we're quite lucky i mean it's 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 nice that in one in one night we can be in the bri radio studio just having a good time getting to know each other more and the previous night last night we were both in the climbing gym together yeah, on climbing. And yeah. this this indoor climbing wall that uh, is is incredible. It's yeah. available to staff every Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. what is it? Uh, Five forty-five to six thirty. So come out and join us. Bang on. Yeah, come on. Um, but it's it's interesting. You, I mean, you say that like it it took a while for you to get to know Brian. So do you feel like many things have changed since you've come out. What is like the, the thing that's changed um, the most since? since yes and no. Back? I think the school has got a, a sort of unique identity of its own which will take will take a lot of time to change if it does change and I think that will will stay the same I think for a long time um, and that's a good that's a really yeah, good thing say, that good that's a really good, really yeah. good thing because I'd say a lot of the people who leave this place will look back at, at their time in Branson with extremely fond memories and I mm-hmm. think that is an absolute positive um what else changed? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to tell to be yeah. honest because as a student, you're you're focused on getting your A levels done, doing well in sports, and and all the other stuff right. that goes with that. You know, making sure you're on time for the drama rehearsals with Mr. Fowler Watt. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't be late to those rehearsals, whatever you do. Um, and also, just you're just so focused on what you have to do. That you don't necessarily appreciate the big picture at the time, right? But now, as a, on the other side of the fence, as stuff you you see what goes on, and my God, yeah. <laughs> this place is the whole society. enormous. It's not, yeah. And it, I, I don't know how it works. And there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, and there's so many incredible staff that work here and work flat out. And 
it's an absolute beast, but right. it works it and is. it's great. Yeah, I guess it's a good, I mean, it's a good point because you don't really have, quite have that kind of insight when you're a student into the cogs of this machine, right? You know, when you when you are, you know, contributing to the function of the school as a as a staff member, you really do gain a, a greater appreciation for it. And I guess just getting that kind of insight, even as a, as a resident, you know, in the in one of the lower positions at the school, getting that kind of insight is is really phenomenal. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely, and it's it's nice to be able to appreciate it on the other side. I was very grateful for for my time here, and I think I'm I'm just as grateful to be able to work here as well. To be right. honest, and, uh, right. I, I couldn't be luckier. Well, well, we're we're also grateful to have you here, and especially on Bry Radio. Stop it. Um, we we're gonna switch over to a song very quickly, but do you, you want to speak this one about this one real quickly? It's uh, F E A R. Ah, yes. So this is a great song. Um, Weirdly enough, I heard about it when I was uh, eleven. I used to play the old Formula One games on the yeah, PlayStation, yeah. and actually, there's a there's a really cool montage, which when you're ten, <laughs> the game opens up on the TV, and it's just this, song. and it's it's this song with like the Formula One cars going in the background, they're whizzing past the camera, and um and you're just like, yeah, this is really cool when you're right. ten. It's still right. pretty cool today, and um and so uh, when you're ten, you. <laughs> You don't necessarily have that much initiative to go and find something out. Um, and so it took me a few years to figure out what the song was, and then I, I found it. Wow. And um, it's, it turns out it's an absolute Is tune. It, yeah. Should we should we make the car noises at the beginning just to kind of re- re- recreate the, the 10-year-old nostalgia? Should we, should we stay far? <laughs> I'm not sure my vocal range goes that far, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. Probably for the best then. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to hear any, like tires screeching before we hear this one no, song all right well this is uh f-e-a-r by ian brown uh, we'll be back in about three minutes hope you all enjoying the show so far this is meet the residents You got the feeling. You got the feeling. You got the feeling. 
is a fixed reality Fallen empires are running Fallen Expectations, amazing revelations, final execution and resurrection, free expression as revolution, finding everything and realizing. Wonderful. Welcome back to Meet the Residents. This is Mr. Shivers here with our wonderful guest, uh, outdoor education, graduate placement, resident, and history Ms. and PSRA. Uh, history and PSRA teacher, Thank you. Uh, Mr. Barber. Uh, it's been a wonderful chat thus far. So we, we just kind of got some insight into, um, you know, your, your, your history with Bryanston, what you did at uni, how you kind of ended up in this job. You briefly mentioned as we spoke about that, uh, something I'd never learned. <laughs> Um, and that was that was your your uh, your previous job and previous career as a as a chef on yeah. on his way to a, a Michelin star rating. Is that not right? Yeah, yeah, classically trained <laughs> German chef. Um, I, I'm it. gonna start by saying not many people know this about me, <laughs> particularly not Bryson. Well, they're about to find out. And you're on the you're on the, the Bry radio for goodness sake. It's nothing to be ashamed of. No, it's not. But um, it is it is. Some people would be quite surprised, I think, if they found out. And so, so obviously, I took this. I took about four months off between changing uh, university courses after my little crisis. And while I was, I, I basically went off the grid for four months. I just didn't talk to anyone from Cardiff, and uh, sort of, you know, just living the life of mystery. Had you, had you graduated at this point? No, no, no. This is after first year. So. So this oh, wow. was this so, was between courses. Um, oh, so I had I decided I wasn't going to do German politics. Went back home ah, to Bournemouth. So this is pre pre history track. Pre history. Pre yeah. meeting yeah. with Austrian family in Croatia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah. It was actually it was that summer actually that we met the Austrians. It's like touch for a film. Um. And so I basically I was working my bum off for like four months in this kitchen 
they'd made me the head of the kitchen after two months for god knows why because i was 19 my hair was falling out of an array of knots uh, the kitchen was getting to like 35 degrees in the middle of summer and oh, it was getting it was getting pretty stressful were you in bournemouth yeah it was right on bournemouth beach um if you, oh, if anyone nice. knows Bournemouth Beach, if you walk through the Winter Gardens um, under the overpass, it's it's bang on your left, and it's it's quite big, and it serves a lot of customers outside in the summer. And so I was off grid, living at home with my parents, and um, I went back to uni in, at the end of September uh, to start my new course, and there was a lot of mystery <laughs> surrounding where I'd been. Where's and, the um, Yeah, where, where's Barb's? And so I, I told a couple of my mates, well, you know, I just went off, became a chef, you know, perfected the art of cooking a full English in seven minutes flat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're like, wow, that's, that's really interesting. And something happened in their head. <laughs> where <they'd, laughs> Some strange manipulation. Yeah, where they decided to twist what I told them into, ah, Bob's went to Germany and became a classically trained German chef. <laughs> For the last four months. So anyway, this rumor went flying around university for like oh. the next year. It's not a bad one to go around. No, no, no. And I totally went along with it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's why. That uh, they're like, oh, Bob's, huh? Oh, you're a classically trained German chef over here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me too many details. But yes. <laughs> and, um, Unsuspectedly. And, it, and that also <laughs> got to the point where I met my now girlfriend. And she was under the impression that I'd also gone to, to Germany to learn the craft. And how, how long was it till she, till she learned the truth? Uh, I think about six months until I told her. That. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. You, you were able to convince her for six months, because surely you cooked. Yeah, it didn't, say, it didn't take much convincing. <laughs> yeah, surely, surely well, it, it, all it took was a nice seven-minute English breakfast, and she was convinced. Yeah, she was and, a, and a pretty darn good lasagna. Okay, well, this, these are things to keep in mind, because, you know, one of the, one of the greatest traditions that residents do is we do a Thanksgiving, and I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that, Mr. Barber, that you signed up for one of the, uh, the fine dishes. Because I, I actually have forgotten, but I will. Well, the, the green bean ca- the green bean casserole is, is yet to be filled and claimed. So I think you can smash that one. I might have to nab the slow cooker yeah. from home. But yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done. So wait, t- so tell me about the cuisine that you made. Was it just? Oh God, it was, just it was dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a full day menu, and so. Oh, Gosh. So to put it into perspective, you I could have it now. you could have burger and chips, fish and chips, chicken nuggets and chips, and beans or peas, um, or a full English breakfast at any time of the day. And from a consumer perspective, that's fantastic. From a chef's point of view and a yeah, service point of producer. view, that's an absolute mm. bloody nightmare. Okay, because you're setting up for breakfast, you get the bacon out, <laughs> you get the sausages out, the eggs, the beans, possibly a bit of toast as well. And someone comes in at half eight in the morning and says, can I have six portions of fish and chips? And I can tell you now, when that happens, you know it's going to be a long day. Oh, God. You just, you sink, you start shouting and swearing for no good reason. And uh, and the stress levels just go go ballistic. Um, but it was a good experience. It taught me, um, it taught me how to manage and deal with stress. Um yeah, yeah working, a, working here must be a piece of cake. It was then. a pretty interesting time. <laughs> yeah, this is much more enjoyable. <laughs> and not having to cook is an absolute result. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, the school food here is pretty right. amazing. Right, I mean, I mean I've, I've worked in the service industry as, as a waiter and as a host, but never 
never in the, in the kitchen. O- only only peeked your head into the kitchen. And I'm sure, as you know, there is that great divide between those who serve yeah. and those who make the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. right. It's like scum. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know that you always they're always asking for food. They're always you know taking breaks yeah. when when the chefs can't. Right. So demanding. Yeah. So demanding. It's far too. How dare you ask yeah, more yeah, toast? Yeah, yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Right, because at the end of the day, you're having to make this stuff. So it's really interesting. It's, uh, the cooking culture has uh, always gotten a, a slight bit of insight, but nothing too too personal with it, which maybe I can be thankful for. No, and I like to... <laughs> I can be smiley yeah. on some days, and I can... Which we, which we see most I can be... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can be very positive. I can also be quite flippant at times as well. Mm. And um, I, I feel like... Sometimes there were there were days where you just ask for a receipt, ask for a service, and then just walk away because yeah. you didn't want to go anywhere near that kitchen. But I'm a changed man now, Avery, mm. and uh, no longer chef barber, no. chef barber. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the service industry that I'm no longer terrorising customers. Oh with my that. goodness. Well, it, it's it's incredible and saying thank you for letting us, thank you for sharing that with everyone because uh, we will be we will be taking advantage of this in the future. I, I feel like I've just got a lot off my chest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right, take a deep breath and uh, we'll go into the next one and uh, we'll plan on having a cooked meal at your place next week. That sound good? That does sound good. Only thing I will say is I don't have a kitchen. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, because you live in a closet. Yeah, okay. Well, I, we'll go over to go I do mile. have a very nice microwave facility there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lean cuisine is what we have in the States. Le- Le- right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, be, beyond beyond the, the culinary arts, we have uh, uh, another song coming up. We're going to play Just Like Heaven from The Cure. Um, a classic, if I do dare say Um, and then we're going to get back to uh, another one of your professions that might be a bit more applicable to to what you've you've done here at Bryanson thus far which one's that oh with with your time with the the military and and how that has provided you with a a preponderance of of outdoor skills and education qualities hopefully yeah I mean I'm I'm assuming so so. I'd like to think so so. Um, but anyway this is Just Like Heaven by The Cure hope you all enjoyed this is Bry Radio with Meet the Residents
right. That was Just Like Heaven by The Cure. We are back on Meet the Residents. Uh, this is Mr. Shivers here with the wonderful Mr. Barber. Uh, just coming off our last conversation about uh, Mr. Barber's um, extensive experience as a, as a cuisine artist, oh. a.k.a. chef from... Bournemouth, B Town, Chef de Sausage. Yeah, Chef de Sausage. Yeah, <laughs> Chef Chef Barber. Um, but not only were you a chef, not only those one of those Europe your previous titles. So you've been Chef Barber, you've been Mister Barber. Uh, you've also worked within the military service, have you not? I have. Yeah. Yes. So wait, what 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 title was associated with that with that kind of? Uh, it's well, I mean. It's lieutenant at the moment. Is it lieutenant? Yeah. Oh, it's quite or, impressive. Or lieutenant, as, as yeah, some lieutenant people pronounce. In, in America, it's lieutenant. Yeah, in right, in, uh, right. in Britain, I just learned the other day that it was lieutenant, lieutenant here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot it's of people like, still. It's like controversy, controversy. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people still make the mistake. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it's, bother me to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get over it. <laughs> it's just been four years of military service. Like yeah, you gotta I mean, come on, you gotta go some respect. Yeah, I mean, so. it's not like our country existed first or anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> On it. Um, well, tell me about tell me about it though. So, when did you do that? Did you get that that throughout university, and, and what did that kind of entail? Yeah, yeah, throughout university. Um, yeah, it was sort of like a club at university uh, for for a couple of years, where you go and you learn about the army, and you do you go on exercise, and you you kind of get thrown in a little bit of the deep end. You learn sort of leadership skills and, and officer skills and, and things like that. And then after two years of doing that, I I kind of wanted to to do it properly and, and do the job properly because you basically get told that that this job in particular what's called a platoon commander so so when you lead about 20 or 30 men uh, or women uh, on the front line as as, as the infantry do um, and you you couldn't really get close to it to a group of individuals so so the opportunity came around to do, the, to do that I had to do some tests and whatnot, and then went to Sandhurst which is sort of it's kind of like the British equivalent of West Point. Okay. Um, yeah, so Army Infantry kind of center. Yeah, so it's it's not quite a university like West Point is, but it's it's a sort of training establishment where you okay. go for a year, and uh, they teach you teach you about leadership and and how to lead soldiers and all that stuff. Right. Um, and so I, for the last two and a half years, I've sort of been been a lieutenant and and doing that and. Going on exercise, doing some cool stuff and some not some cool stuff, yeah. and uh, and and you know, learning a lot, right? Learning a lot, which has been really useful, especially in this job now. Yeah, I'm sure it's been like super applicable. I'm curious to know what you said. You said there's the the foil of it. Um, what are, what is what were kind of some of the highlights to it? But what were some of the the downtrodden moments that might have been worse than working in the kitchen in Bournemouth? Oh yeah, there are for any anyone who's been in the army will will know that there are some amazing moments and some absolutely horrendous moments. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, you know, digging a hole. Ba- you basically dig your own grave when you go on exercise. And um, it will usually be in the middle of winter in Wales. And you're, you're in, the, in the middle of night. It's about one degree. And you've got to dig this hole for you to sleep in. And there's just tree roots everywhere. You're absolutely shattered. You've got to wear all your body armor and helmet and everything um and then you've you've dug this hole for about eight hours and it's about six inches deep it's absolutely rubbish (laughs) and then you just sort of look at your your opposite number next to you you're digging with and 
you just you just gotta laugh because otherwise you'll just end up crying and um <laughs> and <laughs> it's it's quite funny when you look back at it because you just you get broken you get you get well and truly broken and yeah part of that is you just push through it and then right. you just you just do attacks and you do ambushes and and reconnaissance missions and that stuff and that's really really cool um but it is hard work and it's extremely physical i mean like you're, you're basically carrying the weight of a small of a small man on your back yeah. for, for most of the time Jeez. and so your body takes an absolute pounding and and you get probably one or two hours sleep for the whole week but you learn a lot and you you learn something about yourself um that you didn't think what you could do before was possible but then you've done it right right yeah it's 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 interesting i've always i've always been really interested in <clears throat> those kinds of those kinds of uh, atmospheres and communities because in i mean it's it this might be a really poor poor metaphor but it's like with extreme athletes for example they push themselves to a limit that they really can't really comprehend that they that they thought they'd actually be able to push themselves to um, and obviously, it's it's far different because it's for a, a service of a larger larger purpose and uh, within the military and things. But it 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 is interesting that that's that's an outcome and, and reflection upon it because uh, I guess going in, you you probably didn't expect that to to kind of be the outcome of it. And especially in the mo- moment, good lord, you were probably like, well, this is this doesn't seem like the most you know no. productive thing that I could be doing. But you know, no, long term, in, in hindsight, it, it's been incredible i mean it's, it's been what seems like kind of a platform not only for your personal life but also your 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 career as well it seems well i, I mean i'm only 22 so yeah. like <laughs> yeah. you got um, plenty of time Tom. i've not had much of a career but i would say it's 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 opened my eyes to to a lot of things yeah and it i've also really enjoyed it as well yeah because there is nothing more exhilarating than doing the final attack on a new position mm. where you're sneaking up to them posting a grenade into their little position and then running in and you know, finishing your job so obviously it's all on exercise I haven't actually had to do that luckily yeah. but um, you know it's it's a real thrill and you make some unbelievable bonds and friendships and I wouldn't really want to replace that and hopefully hopefully long term that'll be that'll be uh, a long term future um, and I've got some some friends who are doing it at the moment. They absolutely right, love it. Right. Well, I'm curious. You know, this it, that having this been your previous experience before coming to Bryan's, and how that how's it kind of uh, enabled you here within within the Bryan's community, within outdoor education in particular. I mean, other than digging six inch deep holes to to lie in for a week and a half. <laughs> um, I think the I think the the work ethic. Mm. You basically just have to accept that it's going to be. A tough old shift yeah but you you just you just get on with it okay and um i think having that sort of ability to just no matter how rubbish things can get you just get on with it and you just right. carry on it's quite it's quite a nice thing to have because nothing really phases me now like i've been yeah. in some pretty stressful situations yeah. and to be honest i feel like i'm quite laid back as a result and i There'll be certain people listening who might disagree with that, <laughs> um, but nothing really phases 
me too much at the moment. Yeah, uh, to be f- yeah. To, to be fair, when when I feel like when I first met you, I could tell oh, this guy's got his stuff together. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, I fooled you well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got this, you know, he's, he's got this great posture about him. Very good rapport, classic, easy to talk to, um, and, and perhaps yeah, <laughs> you know, and p- perhaps that's that's you know part of the part of that that experience within the military because it does really shape and, and discipline you into into a typically pretty reliable and dependable t- you know people especially in a in a career setting you know it's certainly a part of it yeah and that's that's the ultimate aim they want to break you down and and reshape you into their idea of a, yeah of the perfect perfect being well, yeah sounds like and that's what Nietzsche, we try, but, and but, that's uh, what we try and do here at Brian's. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Great, great, perfect student. No, I'm kidding. Um, can um, I just interject quickly? Please do. Yeah. I've had a text. Oh, have someone's you? texted in. Oh, um, okay. And well, this is this is a new a new a new experience for us. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah and it's a. I think I'm reading this right. A Marion from Amesbury wants a shout out. So. Hello, Marion. How are you doing? Marion from Amesbury, yeah. how are you doing? Uh, welcome and, and thank you so much for listening. You are. Uh, I think I'm reading that right. Yeah, well, you are, uh, believe it or not, the first person to ever get a shout out on Meet the Residents. So, you were going to say Bri Radio. <laughs> maybe even Bri Radio. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But you, you have my applause uh, and I uh, hope, you're, hope you're enjoying the show. Um, well, again, this is—it's been really interesting chatting with you, Mister Barber, and well, it, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear, you know, the what I think this is the idea of the show is that you kind of just get to know what life has been like for residents leading up to to Bryanson, you know, leading up to this experience here, um, and it's 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 a pleasure and, and privilege for me to be able to be able to do that. Well, Mr. Jivers, the pleasures are mine. Yeah, well, uh, don't be, don't be, don't be too, don't be too charming. Because um, speaking yes. of charming, we are going to play. Do you want to play Waller Glass? You to play this charming man. It's up to you. Um, no, I know someone who likes the Smiths. Let's. All right, let's let's, let's go with the Smiths. All right. Well, Mr. Barber, thank you so much for joining me. I do appreciate it. Thank um, you, Mr. Jivers. Yeah. It's been a it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, to be wonderful. On the show. For everyone who is listening now, you can follow Bry Radio on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, and uh, please follow us on social media on those on those pages. You can listen to the show later on if you missed out on pieces of it on the Bry Radio website. Um, it's Bry Radio, and then go find the Meet the Residents pages. Um, and uh, thank you for again for 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 a wonderful chat. No, thank you. Yeah, and yeah. I will definitely be listening to this back later. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> as will I. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chef Barber, uh, over and out. Thank you so much. Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio. Proudly sponsored by the BPA.